Man battle station torpedo. Man battle station torpedo. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be here. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And we are uh, we are Zoom recording. Yay, boo. Yay. <laughs> um, so real quick, checking in with Kyle in New York. How's everything in New York, Kyle? Uh, terrible. No, it's it's fine. We're, <laughs> we're fine. And if Courtney, you've ever seen Escape from New York, it's a little bit like it's that. a little bit like that. Okay. <laughs> with masks instead of eye patches. It's funny because if, you, if you've ever seen Escape from L.A., that's a little bit what it's like here. <laughs> Courtney, you're in Orange County, is that correct? No, I'm in the South Bay. I'm in Redondo, which oh, actually I'm much loving better. this because I don't have to drive. Yeah. Remember that time it took me three hours? Oh my God, I felt so bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if that, and I said to Courtney, if that ever happens again, please turn around and go home. Oh, that was so It's not nuts. worth it. I couldn't believe it. It's not worth it. Yeah, so... I'm loving Zoom. I love I love quarantine because I don't have to commute. Yeah, I, I mean, see anyone? Uh, nope. Talk to strangers. No, nope. great. Yep. Nope. Do it just like Rick Springfield does. You don't talk to strangers. Uh, <laughs> Courtney, do you feel after this is all over that a lot of the production companies and stuff are going to realize that people don't actually have to come into work to yes. get their jobs done? Thank God. Yeah, I've been lucky that I've had a lot of jobs where I've been able to work from home anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and then I worked on a show, this was a while ago. And, uh, and my boss was just like, it's stupid for you to sit in that kind of traffic just to get here at a certain time, just get here at 11. Good. You're going to get the same amount of work done. You know, you're like wasting your time in the car. Yeah. That's cool. That was cool of him. I worked there for a year on like two different shows with them. So they fire you because you're rolling in late every day. No, but that's the thing with like the, uh, the, the, traveling for me is really gnarly. Like I have jobs in Burbank or Hollywood mm-hmm. and then I drive from here, but I love living here. So it's worth it. Yeah. But like the last three, four years, I've been so lucky. I get a lot of gigs at home. That's great. So, that is great. Uh-huh. And just think if, if people, especially in LA, when the air, when the air quality is not good, if you know, you take all those cars off the road and everything, it, it's going to be great for the environment. It's going to be great for everyone. It's and you're true. not going to be stressed so out. Many changes. Yeah. Like, we have like a zoo here. Like literally I saw a fox on the beach. <laughs> like what? before they opened the beaches up, but there was like a fox just trotting along, like no big deal. And like lots of, I'm obsessed with whales. I don't know if you see all the whale shit in the background, but. I can now I, that you mention it. Yeah. It's like everywhere. There's a whales over there and over here. I love whales, but um, they're sticking around longer here. Yeah. Yeah. Eating instead of Hanging going out. further up north. So there's been like all these humpback sightings here and I'm, and I'm just, I got to get out there. So, so as, as, as bad as this all is, I think when we're, when we're through it, when we're through the tunnel, I think we're going to have learned a lot of things that are going to help. I think, I believe so. That's what I hope. I think it's making some of us better people, mm-hmm. you know, like the people that want to change and want right. to look at themselves. Yeah. They really are doing that. And mm-hmm. I've noticed this 
massive spiritual change in so many people I know. Yeah. And I think it's great. That is good. And all the assholes are walking around without a mask and then dying. So yes. right. So you know what? That's, good win win. That's it what's great. Like it's kind of like uh, that Dr. Seuss book, the the <laughs> sneeches, the the ones that had the stars on their uh on their chest. Were they the assholes or the ones without? The ones with? I think they were both assholes. All right. right? Well, I'm just saying when you actually the star was their asshole. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that book's called the star whole the, the asshole sneeches, right? I don't know. All right. Well, look, I'm glad we're all healthy. I'm glad everyone's uh, in lockdown and we're yeah, staying safe too. and everything's good. And what we're going to do today, you, you already know it. If you looked at the artwork and if you didn't look at the artwork, that's fine too. But we're going to go, uh, we're going to do what we like to do with Courtney. We're going to talk about uh, kiss because we love kiss. Courtney loves kiss. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through the all of the final studio tracks, and I'm going to make quotes that with with the Peter Chris era, even though we know that Peter Chris really isn't involved much with these tracks, he's there in uh, he's there in kind of face only, which is weird, right? Like yeah. he's in the Shandy video, he didn't play a lick on that album. How do you Brian suck it? Fake, right? Yeah. How do you suck it up and go and fake drum in a video? It's so Money. weird. Money. Yeah. Kiss is very dysfunctional back in the day. Yeah. I think yeah, they're probably the they're probably the most functional they've ever been right now. I think they knew if they broke that up. Mm-hmm. You know, like the characters and everything yeah. that they were going to lose money. Yeah. And then, and then they figured, no, we just got to get a new character. We just got to get a new character, whatever happened. it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, um, I think, and I think that like was calling everyone's bluff when they're like, we'll just get someone new and they'll have a new character and people won't care. And then yep. after that, there's like, oh no. <laughs> yep. I know. It's uh kisses, you know, Hey, look. They're, they're an interesting bunch of guys for sure. <laughs> All right. So the first five songs we're going to cover, we, we, we're going to do 25 songs today. The first five is from side four of Kiss Alive 2. First of all, Kyle, before we start, Listen I'm going to ask. Listen to that sentence. What did you say? <laughs> Listen to that sentence. It's from side four, four of Kiss Alive 2. And five studio tracks. You have to say it like this. It's from side four of Kiss Alive 2. (laughs) It's like me describing what what Marvel movie we're in. (laughs) Um, And Kiss is very much like they're superheroes too, Kyle. So that's cool. Um, Paul shoots a laser beam out of his eye. Of course he does. Just one just one though. Just one. It it just comes out of the star eye. If he had two star eyes, he'd probably shoot two of them. Right? He needs the other eye to see. (laughs) Kyle, before we start, I'm going to ask you, what do you think of the album cover for Kiss Alive 2? Uh, I mean, it's not, they could have found four better pictures. You think? I think that those four pictures actually. I mean, they're, they're good. I love the Gene. The Gene picture used to scare me when I was a kid. He's all sweaty with the blood. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. um, the other one, the Ace one almost looks like a drawing like mm-hmm. that you'd see like outside on the street, like a chalk drawing well, someone's selling. Maybe like, Ace. It doesn't. I, is, I, is Paul looking in the, <laughs> is, did Paul open the briefcase from Pulp Fiction? I'm shocked. Oh, he's, I really... work, he's working on his novel. That's what <laughs> it looks like to me. He's working on his novel. And that and, Peter uh, picture is from another thing completely, right? I, it's I, actually I, Anton Fig. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I actually I thought I actually thought that you were going to say that you liked that cover. I'm I'm shocked, but okay. I mean, it's just okay. 
All right. Kind of centered the two and put two characters on the other side, and then the two and the two. I don't know. All right. Design wise. Now I had uh, I asked one of our listeners, uh, Joe Reynolds, if he would do some research for me. Um, although I, I feel like Courtney might have known the answers to this stuff too. But uh, I just want to give you a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, information. These uh, these five songs from Kiss Alive Two, the studio tracks. It looks like Bob Kulick plays lead guitar on the first three. Uh, Ace plays bass on Rocket Ride. Paul Stanley plays lead guitar on Any Way You Want It. And uh, it looks like we don't really know if Peter's drumming on these or not. I, I, I assume it is. What do you think, Courtney? I don't know. I mean, I know like a whole bunch of people that would know in two seconds if I just <laughs> asked on Facebook. They would know exactly. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing he did. I mean, otherwise they are shy about saying he didn't. Right, right. And then I, that's why so, I wish. And I we wish... should say rest in peace to Bob Kulik. Bob Kulik, yeah. Away, Rock in peace just time. recently, yeah. I kind of yeah. think him and Bruce were estranged from each other too, is what I'm hearing. I think they were, but then I think they sort of made up. I actually I hope met they did. Bob at a Kiss Expo mm-hmm. and I talked to him in the van. And I remember he was having a tough time that weekend. He was having a tough time. He's like an emotional guy. Uh huh. He was having a tough time because he I was. I think he was. He was mad in the van because Ace started playing a song that he didn't know Ace was going to play. Oh boy! They did like a jam together. Okay. It was Bob, Bruce, and Ace. It was pretty cool. Well, let's be honest. Ace didn't know he was going to play that song either. He just started playing. I don't know. <laughs> Bob was really mad. He what? was like, "Why did he play that song?" And <laughs> and then someone left us alone in there for some reason. Oh, the guy got out to get gas. He okay. At the gas station, and I just said, "Everybody loved it. Everyone was talking about how awesome it was and how awesome you were." And he was like, "Really? Oh!" And it, like made him feel good. All right. Well, that's good. Sometimes, uh, yeah, just sometimes uh, a compliment will perk you right up. Yeah, and then you think, but what does he need to compliment? He's Bob Kulick. Like he's his work speaks for itself. He's played with everybody, and he's so amazing. But artists are sensitive and they want to hear they did a good job <laughs> that's right um so I, one more note on these songs before we get into it. it anton fig has been asked if he played on any of these songs and he he says he did not he denies playing on any oh. of these so uh i'm this is probably peter let's give peter some props yay peter and a lot of these are uh, at least I, I'm seeing a lot of them are recorded live. Is that correct or no? You mean the studio tracks? Oh, I get no. Never mind. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong. I was looking at the wrong. Well, yeah, Kyle. The live album is recorded live. Sure. Is yeah. that what I you mean? Two people that were there. Two two people I worked with like separately. That's amazing. I mean, all, a lot of Kiss people I know that were there. Right. I'm saying like not Kiss people. I actually that were there that I that I know that live here. That's pretty cool because uh, you know. The Alive albums are, are big things. And if you're there when they record one, that's amazing. All right. Okay. Let's get into it. This is written by Paul Stanley and Sean Delaney. This is All American Man. Yeah. 
righty. Uh, let's get to, let's go around the horn. Let's start uh, ladies first. What do you think of all American man? Such a cool song. I love it. It's so like quintessential sexy Paul, mm-hmm. you know, but like a little bit cleaner. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Version. And, uh, and it's a, it's a big fan favorite. Cause like, again, to nerd out when I've gone to the expos and stuff, I've heard Todd Kearns do this with Bruce Kulick's mm-hmm. band and he crushes it. And my friend Phil, who plays in Ace's band now and played in Gene's band, he's sad. I've heard him sing it, kills it. Such a cool song. I like it a lot. I yeah. like the lyrics. I like everything about it. I like it. A, I, I like it too. I love it. I love the line six foot hot look, all American man. I just love it. Kyle, what do you think of it? I like it a lot too. Um, I do. I do laugh every time he says, um, I've been to Detroit, I've been to LA, and I've seen St. Lou. Well, yeah, sure. Calls it that. Sure. I know. Well, St. Lou. I like when he says, first of all, mama wouldn't say, like when he says, your lady's looking for another man. Mm-hmm. Like mama wouldn't say that. Mama would say, your wife's a whore. <laughs> she would be like, your lady's looking for another man, sweetie. Just want to let you it's know. Like, like, it's like Downton Abbey. <laughs> your wife's a whore. By the way, your, your, your lady's looking for another man. <laughs> your lady's Sir. a trollop. Uh, okay, we're moving on. We're moving on to Rocket Ride. Let me see who I think Sean Delaney. You mean I'm sorry, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Rocking in the USA. This is a Gene Simmons, uh, wrote this uh, by himself. All right, here we go. I'll go first on this one. Um, look, I like this song. It's the lyrics are silly, you know, mm-hmm. um, France dance romance. <laughs> I've been to England too. There wasn't much to do. I mean, but then in the end, he did. He went to was really neat. Yeah, German, lots to eat. Yeah, Germany was really neat. There wasn't There's much a place to eat. In France, where the naked ladies dance, <laughs> and I was there. <laughs> but uh, but I like it. It, it. it kind of sounds like Gene was maybe trying to make another anthem that maybe it could be a live staple. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, as silly as the lyrics are at times, I do like this song. I, I like Gene's vocal. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? Uh, no, I like it a lot too. I just, I wrote in my notes, like I think it would, it's a good bonus track. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it would be placed like on any other album yeah. of the time. So I don't, so that's probably why it's, slotted here mm-hmm. but um, no i like it a lot and i don't know if these songs were written for this album or if these were songs they had left over or they were going to use on the next album and they decided to use them here but 
I think this sounds like a Gene solo album song. Oh, good call. Yeah. Big time, because it's super poppy. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is super poppy. I agree with you. All right, so we all like that. So, so we're two for two. Yeah. I believe we're two for two. Um, now, the next one is another Gene song. I feel like they should have... Um, I feel like they should have slotted Ace's song in here. It should have been like Paul, Gene, Ace, Gene, Paul. Like make a nice sandwich. It feels weird to me to have uh, two Gene songs in a row when there's, you know, when you have an Ace song to separate it. And it feels weird also that Peter didn't get a track. You know what I mean? That's true. They could have all been represented here. He played on these. Well, we're assuming that he did. So this is Larger Than Life. And this is, uh, again, this is Gene Simmons' Solo co-write. Not, I can't even talk. That's not even a sentence. Gene Simmons wrote this by himself. Solo co-write is... <laughs> that's so stupid. No, that's uh, the new thing. The Zoom, Solo the, co-write. The Zoom's fucking me up. Okay, here we go. Larger than life. So yeah, that's larger than life. That's a song about you know Gene's penis. Of course. And uh, <laughs> he always calls it his love. Like his in love. Plastercaster, it's my yeah, love. My love. If you want to see my love, just that's ask grosser her. than any name, like any other <laughs> slang term. See, it is. Yeah, like if I said "see my hog," you'd be okay with that, right? <laughs> I like it better than love. <laughs> or if you get cut off in traffic, it's like "suck my love." Um. For me, <laughs> too much. Sorry, too far. No, it's good. It's fine. We're uncensored here. For me, I don't. Uh, I don't think this is a bad song. I just don't. I just never liked it that much. It, it's not one I. Okay. I don't fast forward over it, but I just. It just. It doesn't have anything that really grabs me personally. What do you think, Courtney? Um, I like. It. I think it could like sounds like it could be a bad company song. Ooh, that's a good right? call. The way it starts, like I like the way it starts, and then it just gets like Gene ridiculous with my penis ladies, <laughs> and it does go there. But yeah. it's got. I like the way it starts. Yeah, it's got know? some cool bass on it too. The bass is yeah. very cool, and you know, yeah, it's okay. It's not as good as the other two, but it is okay. Yeah, this is the this is the weakest of the three so far. Kyle, how do you I feel? Too much to hold. Too much to hold. Everybody, too much to hold. I'm just going to read exactly what I wrote when I was listening to this and took notes. Okay. It says, this might be one of the worst Kiss songs ever. What a fucking snooze fest. It's about Dick's big shocker. That's what I wrote. I just think it's just like it's the same note and it doesn't like go anywhere. It's just him. There, there, are better, there are better songs that sound exactly the same from yeah. Gene. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to uh, to an Ace Frehley song. Let me see. I want to make sure that uh, I want to make sure that uh, who the writing is on here, and I want to make sure I can uh, say I think it's Ace. It's Ace and Sean Delaney. Oh, oh okay. So uh, here we go. This is uh, 
Well, we'll just hear it. This is Rocket Ride. All right, Courtney, I'll let you take it first. Rocket Ride. From Gene's penis to Ace's penis <laughs> with Rocket Ride. Yeah. Uh, we just go from penis to penis mm-hmm. on this one. Um, this is like a huge Ace Army favorite. Like yeah. when they play this, like everybody goes nuts. I like this song okay, but I feel embarrassed to yeah. kind of groove into it or sing into it because it's so degrading Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I feel like embarrassed that I kind of like it. And I I try, I just don't sing along with this one. Um, It's just like just a bit degrading, but I love the guitars um, and I love the drums in this. Yeah. The drums are great. And I actually do think that's Peter. I really do think those drums are Peter. Um, For me, this is now in kiss in history. This is only the second time Ace has ever sang lead vocal. Shock me on the previous album, Love Gun, and then and then Rocket Ride, and I feel like he he created two signature songs in a row. First of all, Rocket, it, it goes along with the Spaceman, you know, Rocket, yeah. you know what I mean. And even though the lyrics are silly, you know, and uh, Baby wants a blast, you know, all that stuff. She wants a rocket ride. It's still the music is so cool and it really grooves and. You know, the the lyrics are silly a lot of times for Kiss. So you just have to, you know, you just have to go, yeah, that's Kiss. Kyle, what do you think about Rocket Ride? Yeah, I mean, I like it. And I'm just going by date speculation here. It seems like this may have been written as maybe for his solo album. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, just do it on here. But yeah, I think it's good. I'm glad that we have another Ace song. But I think it's, I think everything on his solo album's far and away better than this then, yeah i so agree with that like, yeah and same with like shock me is better so yeah but it, uh, it was fine it's but fine. it's good it's 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 good song it's fun if he I if mean, you if ace he, mix i would throw it in there for sure yeah i mean if, if you if we were seeing ace live and he plays this you're immediately like Woo, yeah. rocket ride yeah i can see why yeah. it would be a favorite people love it yep all right we close out the five studio tracks from kiss alive 2 with uh, Paul on vocal, this is a cover of a Dave Clark Five song. It is Any Way You Want It. Here we go. Kyle, you start this one out any way you want it. What do you think? 
Um, so when the Ramones cover an old song like this, it's a 10 out of 10. Okay. And when Kiss does it, it's not. It's, I think, I think, or I think Paul says it the best. It's all right. <laughs> it's just like, it's, yeah, you know, it's standard. I don't know why they go to this well multiple no times idea. and fail every time. Yeah, it would again. It would have been better to have a an original Peter song in slotted in here, maybe, or another Ace song. Another Ace song, yeah. You know, can't have another Gene song, but I know it was political, and Paul probably needed two songs on here. And but um, yeah, I, and I remember when I first heard this when I was a kid, I I liked what was I? I would have been what third? No, seventy seven. Yeah, thirteen. Um, I remember I was like, oh, I feel like I've heard this song before, but you know, I probably didn't know it was a cover. I just probably thought, oh, they must, this must be their original tune. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a throwaway to me. It's, it's. It doesn't fit yeah, at all. It doesn't. It's like any way you want it. It's like, how about not on this album? <laughs> yeah. Like not on this at all. And they. It doesn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. And they, so good. If, if they had done that live and tacked it on somewhere on the other three sides, it might've been uh, like, it might've been like, Oh, that was like a fun thing to do live, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Cause in but live like, bands always do covers it live in yeah. concert. So, but yeah, it just feels weird to record that as a studio track. And then, and then also to tack it on at the end, that's the last one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let me ask live. this yeah, studio. <laughs> let me ask this question before we move on. Do we have a consensus on what's the, so is the worst song on this, on this side, is it any way you want it? We all agree. And what's so? What's what's your favorite of of these five? Go ahead, Courtney. All American Man. Kyle. I yeah, I think that one. And then Rockin' in the USA is pretty close. Okay. Like or Rocket Ride, you can yeah. switch those. Two I, and I agree, All American Man is the best. So Paul, so Paul gets the best and the worst song on the side. <laughs> all right. All right. He bookends it. That's right. That's what I do. I make them really good, and then I make one that kind of sucks. Either way, I'm in there. Uh, okay, moving on to Kiss Dynasty, or as Paul likes to say in Australia, Dynasty. 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 But where I'm come from, we call it Dynasty. No, you don't. Um, this, I think, this was uh, this was the first Kiss album I bought. Like day of release i had gotten into kiss through the columbia record and tape club but the albums i got at that point had been uh had already been released i think i got rock and roll over and love gun but this was the first time that i actively went out and was like oh i'm gonna buy that new kiss album and this was also my first concert oh wow pittsburgh civic arena july 1979 the opener was new england uh it was an amazing show went with my friend uh scott halberder and um, from what I read, those shows, that bump? that's Bump Halberter. It's his nickname. From what I understand, whenever I read anything about the Dynasty Tour, it always says those shows sucked. But as a 15-year-old kid, I thought it was the best thing ever. I thought it was fantastic. costumes, too. So, yeah, I love those costumes, but they put some color in it. And this and, is probably the, the best album cover. I love this album cover so much. I love so this much. album cover, too. This it's is my great. favorite one. And I have this one autographed on the wall by all four. It's uh, oh. It hangs up there with pride. From what I understand is, and I think Mike Schmidt told me he read this, this, this 
album cover, the pictures are made up of all different photos. It wasn't like they took Paul from one and Ace from one and Peter from one and Gene from one. They actually would take, oh, we like Paul's lips here. So we're putting it like they, that's what I, that's what I read. They, they actually put this thing all together with, uh, all from the same photo session. Uh huh. That's what I've heard. That's wild. I don't know if that's true. Please don't at me <laughs> unless you know for a fact, but that's what I've heard. But there's something about this. I could stare at this album cover for days and it's so simple. It's just their faces. But I just, it literally, like even the little face Gene is making, it perfectly captures that character. They're all perfectly represented here. I read where they took each tooth from a different album, (laughs) a different photo and put it in, put it together. I just love Uh, it. No, it's great. Peter looks a little bit high, maybe. It's just all good. I just, I love it so much. He always has a blank look on his face. Like yeah. the last two album covers, the other, the on Alive too, he looks like, huh? Huh? Like he looks like he's like, what? <laughs> and this one, he's like, just blank stare, just nothing there, told vapid. It, just, well, I'm it's sure in if, his contract that he can't smile because that's Paul's thing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and Ace, I, here's the thing about Ace Frehley. He's not, he's not an attractive man, but in the Ace makeup, he looks amazing he looks so handsome he should never not wear the ace makeup he should actually have it tattooed on his face because <laughs> i just love ace's makeup so much i think he looks so good on it and i bet yeah. early i bet early in the day when he would whatever silver makeup they bought would probably had a cancer causing agent in it so i'm glad that they he probably doesn't use it anymore but um because you know any that that silver type makeup couldn't have been good for you clogging up no, your pores it, 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 so didn't it almost? Well, he got better Yeah, Ace, you know, Ace now he has a beard and stuff. Yeah, but he, but he had a, he had a midpoint where it was like, Ace man, you're looking rough. But yeah, I think he's, uh, he's matured with the beard and stuff now into, into a, a, a more gentlemanly look, if that's what we want to say. He, I think he looks great. And the first time I saw him, like, was I, I, I not really snuck in, but sort of snuck in mm-hmm. this thing at the Rainbow, okay. where they had this like a uh, party for the new album. And he, they were just handing out signed album covers, so I got one. Nice. And and then um, I had to pretend like I was supposed to be at the party, so I was like, I, I had a friend who worked for Loudwire. He's the one who got me in. Mm-hmm. Wow, these people paid like a lot of money, and so if they knew I was in there for free, they'd be so pissed. <laughs> and uh, and I just couldn't help it. I just said, "You look great, Ace," and he went, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> um, look, any any time you get in somewhere free and you talk to someone who's paid, they're mad at you. So it doesn't matter if you get I in know, free. I felt bad about it though. I love saying I got in free. <laughs> I'm a dick. Um, let me see. Joe. Now Joe, uh, Joe Reynolds wrote tons of notes for me. And Joe, if I don't read every single one, please, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he says when it comes to dynasty being performed live, only 33% of dynasty was ever performed live. With uh, yeah, I was made for loving you. And two thousand man are the most uh, are the are the most played, and then followed by sure no something. So, uh, all right, cool. What's uh, what's shocking to me is the, the guy who produced this, and I don't know how to say his last name. Vinny, is it Poncia or Poncia? Oh, um, I'm not sure how you pronounce it either. Here's what here's what was always puzzling to Ponchia me. Ponchia or Ponchia? Ponchia? It's yeah. CIA. What do you think, Kyle? P O N C I A. How would you say? Ponchia, it? Ponchia probably. Ponchia. Hey, right. Hey. hey. 
Um, now, Vinny produced Peter's solo album, the worst selling of the solo albums and the one that people like the least. I, I was shocked that when they recorded Dynasty that they used him. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that, it doesn't seem like the logical choice given what he just did with your drummer. I think he made up for it. He does make up for it. I agree. Big and, time. and the other thing that's weird is we know for a fact that Peter only plays on one track on this album. So they bring Which Peter, one? he plays on Dirty Living, he plays on his okay. song and the rest is Anton Fig. Mm-hmm. All right, let's kick it off with Kiss. Uh, and you know what? Everyone always says this is Kiss doing disco. You know, I only hear disco if it's a remix. This is, I don't hear disco that much in this song. It's just different from what they did before. It's got a great bass intro. It's got if a fan. If anyone thinks this is Kiss doing disco, they need to listen to Shandy. <laughs> <laughs> or they need to just listen to some disco. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, uh, overall, before we even get into it, Every one of these songs has an amazing intro, but because we're limited on how much song I can play, uh, we're not hearing a lot of the intros. But every one of these songs, I love the intro. So let's start right now with I Was Made For Loving You. Tonight, I want to give it all to you In the darkness, there's so much I want I want to lay it at your feet Cause girl I was made for you And girl you were made for me I was made for loving you baby You were made for loving me And I can't get enough of you baby Can you get enough of me tonight I just love the tonight so good uh, well they dropped that disco ball at the concert yeah they sort of embrace it yeah know? isn't this the one gene says that he doesn't like to play anymore hates it hates it mm-hmm. oh well the crowd likes the crowd loves this one you can't you gotta play this one they do like especially on this tour yeah. yeah especially on this tour and like one of the things i wrote down was it is such a humongous hit in germany mm-hmm. that my husband's German and we go there a lot, you know, cause that's where his family is and our, my in-laws and our family. And it's on the radio still. Yeah. I've heard it on the radio, like in the last 10 years on the radio, like played like normal in a normal ro- regular rotation. Yeah, so Joe, really yeah. Joe Reynolds tells me that this became the band's second gold single certified gold on August 16th, 79. So probably just a month or so after it was released. So Beth and this? Probably. Those were the first two gold singles. Wow. Two songs they hate to play. They don't represent <laughs> the band at all. No, they don't. No, they don't. At all. Um, so, Courtney, verdict on... Uh, about penises. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, nothing about penises. No. Wait, Beth isn't his nickname for his penis? <laughs> oh, wait, we could, it could be. It could be. Maybe it is. We've got Rocket, Love Gun, and My Love. Mm-hmm. So now... Peters must be Beth. It's got to be. It's got to be that. Finally, good work, (laughs) Pat. Uh, (laughs) We finally know the truth. The producer plays keyboards and backing vocals on this song and Anton Fig on drums. Um, 
Courtney, you love it, right? I like it. You like it. Okay. All right. I like it. After I get into this album, and obviously we'll get there, mm-hmm. it does kind of start off with that kind of 70s groove mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I think with the first two songs, then it kind of jumps, you know, and takes this weird turn with 2000 Man. But then it starts getting poppy to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And like it's rolling into Unmasked. It is. Kind of embracing like the poppiness. Yeah. And, uh, that's why I like this album, but it doesn't really start for me till after 2008. All right. Kyle, what do you think of I Was Made For Loving You? No, I, I like this a lot. I think this is like top tier, like for this time period, for sure. Like, I love this song, even even though it's cheesy. And the uh, and the production, it just, it's perfect for this song. It's just... Yeah, it's, um, a good, it's a good starting off, I think, with the, you know, everyone singing the chorus and... right that stuff or the and, backing vocals and the and this was written that part this was written by uh paul stanley uh vinnie poncia and desmond child so whenever yeah. De- whenever desmond yeah. child's involved it's big time yep hit maker all right moving on to the f- the first of three ace songs that's kind of this album is kind of crazy up until now ace is only oh never second. sings sorry i thought it was third. yeah uh-huh, sorry um, there's three Ace songs on here. There's three Paul songs. There's one Peter song. Only two Gene songs on this album. That's- By the way, I messed up. I meant after Dirty Living. I didn't realize I was not thinking correct about the order. It's totally cool. When it, I said 2000, I meant Dirty Living. Yeah, I uh, I said uh, solo co-write earlier, so we're fine. Uh, <laughs> this next one is Ace singing lead on a song written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. It's a cover and it's 2000 man well Ace gets to say, uh, oh, daddy, proud of your planet, which uh, goes right along with space and Ace. And for me, I did not know, I did not know at this, at this age, I had never heard the Rolling Stones version of this song. And yeah, I didn't know it either. I no. heard this one first. And so for me, this is the definitive version of this song. This, this kills the Stones version. And I love the Stones, but this this is perfect for Ace. I love it so much. I love the guitar. I love the, the lyrics are, are quirky, you know, uh, you know, having an affair with the random computer. It just feels like a goofy 
quirky stuff Ace would say anyway. And I love this song and I love, I love where it sits at, at track number two. For me, it's, it's a winner. Uh, Kyle, what about you? Yeah, no, I, I love this a lot. I think, I think I kind of like the, un, the version on unplugged a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I really like this version a lot. And I, I didn't know, was this, although you kind of answered it, but was this a, um, was this like a popular stone song to do? Or no, was it kind it's, of like a it's from, time? uh, her her majesty's satanic request is that the title i always forget the title of that album it's the only rolling stones album i don't own physically and i don't like it there's like for me there's three good songs on it this is one of the three it's just not my my jam as april richardson would say so um i think it's bold to put this cover at number two like that's how i think they know mm -hmm. that any way you want it sucked and this was good (laughs) like they you know they didn't bury it at the end yeah that's what's funny is this is such a great cover because it's a song that people don't know and they make it their own where whereas any way you want it they just do a note for note cover courtney what do you think of 2000 man well it's like it's another one of uh, i think his you know go-tos you expect shock me you expect 2000 man yeah and it's like another anthem i think for him even though it's not his song like new york groove that's not his song either no but it's it's definitely his anthem, yeah. you know, or you know, um, and rock soldiers, of course. But it, uh, yeah, I like this a lot. It's great. I don't know who doesn't. It's very poppy. It's got great melody. Ace sounds awesome. Ace sounds amazing. It's a- great. Ace is a, Ace is in good singing voice on on uh, on that song for sure. The guitar sounds good. The production's good. All right, now we're yeah, moving. I wonder if I wonder if when they listen to. Peter's album if there wasn't much to listen to and they were like well the production's good so maybe 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 they did maybe they maybe they said hey you know what this album sounds really good so let's give this guy a shot Peter was like thank you and they're like well (laughs) imagine what it sounded like before yep and the other three producers who did the other three solo albums were saying we're not working with Peter (laughs) 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 all right the next song the next song uh was a single and it was also a video and it's written with uh, Paul Stanley and uh, Vinny Poncia. And this is uh, Paul and lead vocal. This is sure. Know something. let's start with you on this one sure know something awesome love it love this song love the unplugged version of this song it's really good mm-hmm. and um definitely one of my favorites on the album it's a winner i think it sounds the beginning sounds even more almost disco-y sure yeah maybe mm-hmm. more than 
I was made for love. Maybe not more, but I, I see where people would put it there on this song, but I totally dig this yeah. one. And Paul, Paul plays the guitar solo on this song, by the way, just throwing that in there, even though we didn't get to it. But um, Kyle, what do you think? You sure know something? No, yeah, this is great. So far, this is like three for three. This is yeah, I agree with you. Good, good sequencing. Good way to kick off an album. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And how how was this not as big a hit as um, I was made for loving you? This this was the follow up single. It's fantastic. I just it's got a better melody too. I think. yeah, I agree. I want. I I wonder if it was just like maybe a little too similar. Maybe. Mm. That that like they did it back to back rather than being like maybe they should have thrown one threw one like, of the other voices in there yeah. and then came back to First, Paul. And then yeah. Then again, if they're riding the wave of uh, you know, I was made for loving you, they're like, What's our what's the second best song that's it a single like that sounds yeah, like you a would single? Pick it, but. Um Kyle, while I'm playing the next song, I want you to I want you to look up and try to find out what the uh, what the album running order is because I forget this has this album has nine songs. I forget if there were just four songs on side one or if there were five songs on side one. So, okay. And uh, with that, we're going to move on to the only song that Peter Chris plays on on the this this is this is Peter's swan song as far as uh, his this, recorded this history. This is the last song on side one. Okay. Dirty Living closes out side one. Yeah. This is the last time Peter will play on a Kiss album forever. I mean, not forever, but, you know, in the heyday. And this was written by Peter Chris, uh, Vinnie Poncia, and Stan Penridge. And this is Dirty Living. Sounds like there's female background vocals on this song. Mm. It it, uh, it could be the band, but it sounds like it's yeah, a bunch like, of female singers. I don't have any uh, confirmation on that. Um, I'm going to preface this. Uh, I slag on Peter a ton all the time. When I was a kid, he was my favorite. I loved I, I loved Peter. I loved I loved the Catman makeup. I loved everything about it. But I remember even you know at 15. I did not enjoy this song. It just sounds like, um, it sounds like a song from his solo album. It, it, does. it, it has that fifties, like, boom, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, it sounds like it could be in the movie night shift. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you matter to me. Sounds like the I, beginning. Yes. Of night shift. <laughs> I, 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 I wrote down that this sounds like a song that was composed for the opening titles of like a Beverly Hills cop knockoff that was on TV. <laughs> yeah. TV movie. Like the guy like hustling, getting Be- like a, red car yeah, bel-air detective yeah <laughs> but yeah. it's just it's no it'd be called detective bel-air and he, <laughs> it, it just 
it and the lyrics are just so simple you know you know it's just it's just i don't it's okay no one who's experienced dirty living would ever say any of these things no i just (laughs) yeah I don't know. And Peter always is. I make my living out mm. on the street. It's like, are you a hustler? Yeah. Peter? Well, I, I, I think he always wanted, wanted you to know that he was from the streets or, you know, he was, you know, lived this life. And, but it's like, it's, we, we understand it's okay. I just, yeah. um, I just can't believe there wasn't a better song lying around that Peter could sing. Unless he Maybe insisted he trying to compete with hard times. And he's like, no, you had hard times, but I had dirty, <laughs> living. dirty living. My well, shit we can't call this dirty. harder times, Peter. We're yeah. just not calling it harder. We're, times. We can't do right. it. <laughs> I want to call it harder times. All right. So it, it's it, like, all right. Well, I'll call it dirty living. It doesn't, it doesn't close. It doesn't close out side two very strong. And as a kid, side one, one, I'm sorry. So you could just skip it. Yeah. As a kid, I know that after the first play, I probably never played side one the whole way through again. It so starts out so strong. And then we hit this, uh, this is the speed bump right in, you know, right there. All right. Next song. It's the first Gene lead vocal. It's written by Gene Simmons and Howard Marks. Howard Marks is the guy that designed the album cover. Oh, cool. He didn't, he didn't take the photos, but he designed the cover and everything. And that's, so I, I don't know how that works out. Does Gene like, what do you think of this song? And he goes, I actually have some opinions. And then they just start writing together. I don't know how. I, I didn't want to say anything, but it kind of sounds like it was written by a graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is, this is charisma. Here we it's go. Like, hey, you know how you piece together that song? Bit by bit. Let's do that with the cover. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Charisma. Is it my fortune or my fate? Is it my money? Okay, this is one of two songs where the band does this, and I love it so much. Gene sings, you know, the lead vocal and everything, but then those background vocals by Paul and Ace, or maybe Paul's double tracked or whoever's on it. I just love that the band is singing, you know, charisma. I just love it. I can't sing, but um, and I like Gene's vocal too. It's kind of like it's kind of low, but it is kind of a little bit sexy to me. Uh, it's very I, demon. It's, it's very demon. demon. And like, it's, uh, you know, when I hear him sing, like, is it my sexuality? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I think it, it works for me. I love, I love this song. Kyle. Um, well, first off, which, what do you like better for a penis name? Charisma or love? <laughs> uh, charisma is my charisma. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> is it my penis or my dick? Charisma. <laughs> Is it my Johnson or my hog charisma? My dick. <laughs> my, the only note I have for this song is this is fine. I really, I've um, always loved it. I, I don't, I don't dislike it's it. It's okay. We don't there have to all agree. Better. It's, 
I think it was smart to put this after Dirty Living because you're like, oh, yeah, anything sounds great after <laughs> well, that. Well, this kicks off side one, though. This is what they chose to kick off a, a new side yeah. of the album. So, uh, Courtney, what do yeah, you think? Fine. By the way, Gene, uh, also, uh, I just made me think of this. I'm, I'm shocked side one doesn't have a Gene song. Oh. It has four songs. Easily could have had it, you know, all band members could have been represented. So it's interesting sequencing when you when you're thinking about it from an an, an vinyl LP standpoint, okay, I, I interrupted you. Go ahead, charisma. No, no, it's okay. Um, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like this song fits so perfectly with like Gene's like, you know, strut. Like when he yes. comes out, like, is it my like, you know, it just fits like so perfectly yeah. with when his he, character. When he raises like one leg up high and plants it yeah, down, he does a, ah, yeah, it's like that's charisma. Yeah, and then uh, I think. Um, Craig Smith, our friend from mm-hmm. Pods and Thoughts, sure. At the at the very first Rock and Pod, we had like a jam, nice. And Craig sang this, and he did it in full Gene Cookie Monster voice, <laughs> and it is one of the funniest things. I seriously watched that video over and I mean, I got to witness it, but it, I mean, everybody was going crazy. <laughs> That's great. And, it was so good. He did it so well, and it was really funny. And you know the hey yeah, like, it was hysterical. <laughs> cookie, and, uh, hey oh, yeah. It, this is like the beginning of Cookie Gene, and he, um, <laughs> right, like when you start yeah. with Cookie Monster, Cookie Demon. Us, but uh, I didn't like this song until again. I know I, I know I gush about mm-hmm. the guys in Gene's band and Ace's band, yeah. which are the same three front guys, and then they right, they're your buddies and, and they're talented. My friends. They're my friends and they are so talented. And when I heard them do charisma and their backing vocals on charisma, it changed my mind about the song. I really liked it after the way that Gene redid it with them. Right. It's very good. If you listen to a lot, you go on YouTube and find a concert uh, footage of, of them singing this. It'll change your mind about the song. Well, I loved it from the jump and it sounds like Courtney's come around to it and Kyle just thinks it's fine. And that's, and that's Okay. It can be like well, that. I mean, that YouTube comment said I was the most negative person ever. So, <laughs> do I need I to give some, some props? Yeah, who cares? Someone, someone said, told Pat to take to not have me back on the show anymore. Yeah, people say things. They're I, like, enough with the court crow. And I, then he deleted his account, and I was like, Dad. No, <laughs> and then yeah, he uh, you can't. It. I was all you excited. Know. I had a troll. Here, I want to read this uh, if I can find. Okay, yeah, this is. So someone, one of the videos on our YouTube page was created by a listener, Aaron Kahn, and Aaron put together what he thought was the, were our funniest moments from 2018. And then this guy, he Ken, this like every year, he's he done this a couple does times. it every That's year. So nice. It, it yeah. really is nice. Thank you very much, Aaron. So this guy, Ken Downing, fuck you, Ken. He says, Kyle is the most negative person I have ever heard. That negative. <laughs> then he says that negative That's tone. That's on my LinkedIn now. <laughs> Most negative person, and I just love. Ever heard? He sounds like he's a, a a woman who's got the vapors because then the next sentence is that negative tone. Then he says, "Pat has the worst laugh. Sounds like Pink Floyd's Pig." For a liberal guy, he sure makes fun of people's appearances. Wow. <laughs> Whatever, Ken. Ken, Ask him to be oh, on the show, and then also, I, I don't know if it's the same Ken Downing, but if you Google Ken Downing. He's the senior vice president and fashion director of Neiman Marcus. Oh, that guy looks like shit. <laughs> it's got to be him. It's got to be also, him. Why is your clothing company named after a kid that would get beaten up in high school? <laughs> Neiman Marcus? You beat the shit out of that kid. Hey, Neiman, 
after lunch, we're going to pound the shit out of you. Okay. You fucking pussy. You guys, leave Neiman alone. No, oh, here comes your sister. Um, I can't think of anything else to say. Okay, then. I know, I'm like, we're like, Neiman Marcus is actually awesome. Um, the next song is Magic Touch, written by like Paul. Talbot? What is it? It's like overpriced. Talbots. Yeah. Boscovs. <laughs> Put it in store. regards to Talbots. That's the only story I know. <laughs> Boscovs. Uh, Magic Touch is written by Paul Stanley uh, by himself. He resurrected this for his last solo tour. And when he uh, had his, what was his solo album called? The last one? Soul Live Station. to Win. Live to Win. That's right. Very positive. Always po- positive. Uh, positive Paul is what we call him. All right. Here's Magic Touch. Courtney, you're excited, so I'm going to let you start first with Magic Touch. This is my favorite song on this album. All righty. It's I a good really one. I like this song. It is such a good Paul song. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where it kind of shifts gears, starts getting a little poppier. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just great vocals. It's, again, it sounds like something you would put on his solo album. It would fit perfectly on his solo album. And uh, maybe it was a leftover. Maybe it was. Joe Reynolds tells me that Paul Stanley plays bass on this song. That's cool. That is cool. It, this one's it is poppy, but it is has a heaviness to it, for sure. It this I song, love the bridge. Yeah, it's it's, it's great. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna rain on your parade. Only oh boy. I don't no, I don't like when a song. You're so negative. Oh, this that negativity. A, so that tone. Oh, that tone. Uh, no, no, this is like my thing with, and this is across the board with lots of songs. I don't like when it like sounds like it's building and then doesn't go anywhere else. Like it just stays at that kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, it's cut, and then it's over before it, it just is a plateau the whole time. I don't, that's just me. I but get it. Other than that, it's fine. Did uh, Courtney, have you ever seen that video when the kiss is being interviewed and the guy interviewing them has an Iron Maiden shirt on and Gene tells the guy to take the shirt off? I've heard about it. it it's kind of gross, but I, I hate to do this. Kyle, take that shirt off. <laughs> take that Iron Maiden. You turn it inside out. If we're talking about Kiss, no, leave it on. He's like, no, be- no, no band that's better than ours can have a, <laughs> have a presence in our interviews. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the second Ace song. Let's see who wrote this. Let me check it out. I'm trying to look. Ace Frehley wrote this by himself. And this is... Uh, this is what this is what Peter was trying to tell us. This is called Hard Times.
play the bridge, Pat? Um, for the out. Well, I have another song for the out. Do you want me to play a little more of it? I'll keep it playing. I meant the out of this particular song. Sure. And the outro are what I We go to school and then we cut out, go to the park. So, what part do you want me to jump to? How's it go? I don't want to be there or even think back. Yes. We, we, we will hear that. Okay. It's just, yeah. All right, cool. Puts it over the top for me. So here, so the, I love this song because mm-hmm. even though the, uh, the lyrics at the beginning are very rhymey, you know, it wasn't pretty in the city, da, da, da. but then the chorus, the hard times are days gone, but the hard times have made me strong and the hard times have made me see the hard times ain't where I want to be. I love that. I think that's, I think that's poetry coming from Ace Frehley. I mean, that is incredible. And it, yeah, and it, and it, great. Yeah, and it's simple. It's and yeah, I don't want to go back. I'm finally on the right track. I love it. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, have you ever lived dirty? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, just to, I I agree with both of you. Like um, when I first like when I was first listening to this because I like kind of forgot about this song, and I was like, oh yeah, like whatever. And then the chorus hit, and the chorus has like kind of like a punk aesthetic. Yeah, it doesn't sound like any other Kiss song, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. And then. Yeah, I agree. Like the chorus and then the bridge, that's what like elevates the song. I I think that the verses are like fine, mm-hmm. whatever, but the other things like make it a lot better. Ace Ace Frehley gained so much confidence doing that solo album that when he came back to do a Kiss album, he is so far for me two for two on this album. He's nailing it. And these yeah. these songs, you know, if I'm making an Ace Frehley uh uh mix CD, I mean these go right there next to uh rip it out and every, you know, you know, snow blind, yeah. all those things. This is just fantastic. It's a uh, top, uh, top of the line ace for sure. Love it. We're all in agreement. I, I, I think, I mean, we'll hear another one later, but mm-hmm. I think that's why he has, you know, 33% of the album. Yeah, I agree. He's I cause he brought, know. he, he brought a lot to the party. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. This next one, it's the second, it's, it's the second and final gene song. It's a uh, written by Gene, by himself, and this is X-Ray Eyes. All right, Courtney, I'll let you take point on this one. I liked this song better when it was called All the Way on Hotter Than Hell. <laughs> uh, it sounds so much like that song, which I love. I like All the Way, and I like this one, too. It's kind of a silly title, and it's a little bit silly. Like, I, you know, like she had x-ray eyes. She could probably see my love in my pants. <laughs> she could see right in my pants. 
<laughs> but it's kind of a cool chorus. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Gene, but it does sound a lot like All the Way. And uh, the way Gene sings, it's like, it's why he still sounds great live now because he just has this low way of singing. Like he's like, Paul is Paul put a strain on his voice all these years to, for doing the theatrics. And Gene always had like, there's different things that Gene does, but they're all kind of, you know, demony and, you know, yeah, low. He never went for those crazy. High no, notes no. Like Paul does. No. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what makes them different when you see them live and, and you get the, you get the best of both worlds. Kyle, what do you think of X-ray eyes? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think this one's, fine i i think it starts strong and then kind of dips off for me um as like we just hear the same chorus over and over like yeah at the end um but yeah like i i like it i like the beginning of it a lot for sure mm-hmm. all right cool all right uh closing out dynasty a relatively short album for kiss too just nine songs i think this is maybe their shortest album hmm. i don't I don't know any other album, like studio albums that have nine minutes. What's that? It's what? It says 39, 39 minutes. minutes, but, and yeah. And song wise, I don't think any other other albums have, you know, you know, everyone has more than nine songs. I can't talk again. This is uh, this is Ace Freely singing a song he wrote called save your love. You are my woman. Back on the shelf for somebody else. Save your love, Kyle. Save it. Um, do you want me to go? Sure. Uh, it's it's I I first off, Paul sounds super bored. <laughs> <laughs> like I, he, I think he brings it down because you know Ace sounds great and he's just like so like he's just like done with it. Okay. Like yeah. So All right. I, I think if you pull Paul's out, it's a great song, but I think they, for me, I think they sequence the Fraley songs in order from best to worst for sure. See, I I love this song. And especially at the end when Paul's doing that, save it, save it. And then Gene comes in and says, save your love for like, he does it like twice. And it just adds this little thing that I love. I, I do unabashedly love all the ACE songs on this album. I really do. Is this the, is this the weakest of the three? Yes, but do I love it? I still do. Courtney? 
I like it because Ace doesn't sound like a comical construction worker mm-hmm. like he does on some of his other songs. Sure, baby. <laughs> I was just trying to think of a way to like describe it. All I could think of was the guy with the hard hat, like going, "You guys never gonna believe what happened." Like, just like, <laughs> but um, I don't know. But he uh, he sounds really good on this. Yeah, I think his vocals sound great. Yeah, I like, think I think so too. Pretty almost. He's yeah. Kinda, I know he does his talk singy thing, mm-hmm. but I think he sings a little bit more on this. So I don't really love the song. It's kind of a dude song, as I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, uh, it's definitely a dude song. But um, but Ace sounds great. And I agree with you, Kyle. I could totally see like Paul being like, Save your, save it, save <laughs> He sounds it. so bored with it. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like just, just sing it a little better. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who's the the winner of the 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 winner on this album is uh, is Paul. All the Paul yeah. songs are killer. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then who's next? I like the Ace songs better than the Gene songs. Yeah, I'd say Ace. And then Gene, and then Peter. But I but on the whole, I love this album. I really do. I always have. I don't know if it was because the time period when I bought it and it was the, my first concert and all all that stuff rolled into one. But I still listen to this album and I still love it so much. And um, uh, Courtney, do you do you love Dynasty? Are you a Dynasty I, fan? I I do. I think there's. I like honestly. I like all the songs. I really do. Mm-hmm. Dirty Living's okay, mm-hmm. you know. And Charisma grew on me. Mm-hmm. And then I can just shut it off before Save Your Love. But I'll still listen to it. Yeah, because I like Ace's voice. Right. Cool. You know, yeah. I like the way he sounds, but I, I think there's something in every single I, song on this. I bet I would like that song better if Ace did it now with his band. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cause I bet, yeah, they would sound awesome. Yeah. And, I haven't heard them sing this one and they wouldn't be bored either. Yeah. That's no. what I mean. Like, <laughs> no, they'd no be like shouting it. It, that stage. it would be like an anthem. Save. Yeah. All right. All right, moving on to 1980. The Kiss enters the 80s. They keep the same producer. They do an album called... I thought you were going to say they keep the same makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got Unmask. I remember when this album came out and I saw this album cover and I was like, huh, what's going on here? (laughs) I didn't quite know what to make of it. I like it much better now than I did. I would have... Back in the day, I would have just told you, yeah, I don't know. I don't like this cover. I don't know what's going on. And then, but they do have a sense of humor in that last panel when they have a guy that says, I still say they suck. I mean, that's a ballsy panel for a band that people, you know, if you weren't in the Kiss Army in high school, people would tell you, oh, fucking Kiss sucks, man. You know what I mean? So, Kyle, what do you think of this album cover since you're our resident album cover dude? First off, it it looks like. It looks like Ace accidentally turned in a mag, Mad Magazine page instead of <laughs> like he had he had two envelopes. They're like, take these down to the <laughs> store yeah. and mail this. And he's like, all right. And then he mailed the wrong one. Like, it's okay. The old switcheroo. Do you like when they take their masks off and underneath it's the same thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's frustrating. I'm like, it is frustrating. It. I see your face. Yep. Like, it's, I part of me when I was a kid. Think that's the funniest thing. They duped Ever. us. I like, thought. I thought when Gene, I bet think that's hilarious. Like, and then it'll be uh, just us. As a kid, I thought when I opened up the album and pulled the insert out, that it would be a picture of them without their makeup. And I and was. That's probably why they did it. <laughs> so people would buy it and think like, oh, well, you'll see them unmasked. Uh, yeah. 
Let me see what we got here. The album included a poster and a merchandise form. Anton Fig plays drums on the entire album. Uh, former guest, uh, friend of the show, and uh, guest Holly Knight plays keyboards on Shandy. Uh, Tom Harper plays... Oh, Holly Knight? Holly Knight, yeah. Um, Didn't she also write Reason to Live with Paul? Or one of those? Yes. Yeah, which okay. one was it? I forget which one. one yeah, and forever she, or Reason to Live. Maybe Reason to Live. Yeah. Or once, I forget. Anyway, I just see her name all the time. We're bad KISS fans. Um, I know, I should know that. I gotta look that up. She definitely wrote uh, a couple tracks on, um, on, uh, oh God, Psycho Circus too with Paul. Ah, okay, cool. Uh, And she used to date Paul back in the day. Oh. They were a couple. She didn't tell me that in private. (laughs) Hide your heart. Uh, Right, there you go. Yeah. So uh, let me see. The first song on the album, Is That You, sung by Paul. It's a, it's a cover song. It's a song written by Gerard McMahon. And uh, I never, I've never heard the other version. I should have probably had it queued up, but I don't. But uh, this is how the album kicks off. This album's got 11 songs. I guess it's to make up for Dynasty only having nine. Maybe I gotta just throw an extra one on this one. No I one don't know if we'll hear it, but it literally kicks off with just him going like, whoa. Yeah, I don't know if I have it queued up there or not, because I think after that, then there was maybe too long. Yeah, but there's we'll, like some instrumental, but yeah, it's just like... I'll turn it up. the first thing you hear. Yep, it's Paul, so here we go. Ow! Oh, yep, there it was. Ow! Again, for me, since I had never heard this song before, to me, it's a, it's a Kiss original, and uh, I really enjoy that. I've always really enjoyed this song. Uh, Is that you, Courtney? Okay, it's all right. Okay, uh, it doesn't really do anything for me, but I like the lyrics. It's kind of fun. Cats drooling on the bar stools. It's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> Shake your hips and crack your whips. <laughs> I like it. It's like, is that you crawling up my stairs? Why don't you help her? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Looking halfway dead. Maybe call I an like, ambulance. I, I like that her reputation's in the bathroom. It's on the wall and down, down the, the hall. hall. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you're cheating with my teacher. I guess really maybe I didn't. After school, not during school. Maybe I didn't think about no. these lyrics enough. Maybe this is kind of a creepy song now that I'm just talking it out. Also, it also, there's like a Yoda line where he's like, been a bitch you are. 
Mm, been a bitch you are. Mm. Been a bitch you are. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Paul does the guitar solo. Anton figs drums on everything. And all right, we're moving on to Shandy. By the way, this album, it only went to up to 35 in the U.S., but in Australia, number three. So this is a strange track to open with, especially now knowing that it's a cover as well. Yeah. Is that you? And two Paul songs back to back too in the sequence. Do you uh, think he was like, oh yeah, like, cause it's unmasked. We'll have, is that you as the first song? Like, pro- yeah. He probably did uh, think that. Is yeah, that you? I think so. Uh, this song, it appears to me, maybe no one from Kiss plays on this, but Paul Stanley. I've got Anton Fig on drums, Tom Harper on bass, Holly Knight on keyboards and backing vocal, and Paul on lead guitar. Now, that doesn't mean that the other guys weren't on it too, but, but I feel like, no, no one's on here but Paul, Maybe. in my opinion. You can at me on like, what song do you want to do? No. <laughs> no. I'm not playing not doing on this it. one. <laughs> uh, let's hear it, Shandy. how many 40 year old women are walking around named Shandy right now because their parents made love in 1980 and then used this song. What do you think, Kyle? It's a Shandy's dog's name, Shandy. <clears throat> good dog name. It is a good dog name. I agree with you. Uh, I like Paul because he, he sings in that low Paul. I just can't pretend no more. <laughs> I keep running out of life. Um <laughs> Yeah, none of this sounds like Kiss is on it now that I'm hearing it. It just, it totally doesn't sound like Kiss at all. Kyle, what do you think of Shandy? I, this is, I mean, it doesn't sound like Kiss at all. It's super cheesy, but I like it. Like, I don't know why. I just do. I always have. But I don't, like, I wouldn't say like, oh, it's a great Kiss song. I just like it as a song. Okay. It's a Kiss song. All right. It's their Yacht Rock song. I think yeah. it's like one of their Yacht Rock songs. Like if you told me, if you played this like in a mix and I didn't know mm-hmm. it, I would never go, is this Kiss? You know? And then the, this this lyric is always one that I, I, I haven't really been able to understand. So I just looked it up. He says, Shandy, tonight must last us forever. That mm-hmm. he, he like sings in a way like I never hear those words. But all right. Love. We, we say goodnight and go home, <laughs> but you know me very well. Uh, I like it too, but it's cheesy and it doesn't sound like Kiss, but I do like it. I mean, it's, I don't know why. It's fun. It, I think it was a big hit in Australia. I think it, um, like, I think when they would tour Australia, this was in the set list for sure. 
Yeah, it's. It, I think it says it went to number five on the Australian charts. Wow, that's amazing. This, uh, and, and I'll say we're two songs in, and it's a little, this album <laughs> is a hodgepodge. <laughs> oh, well, it's like. Let's give it, let's give it a chance. It's like the cover. All right, it's, let's give it a chance. But so well, far, so, so far we're Paul not. said, oh, sorry, Pat. Sorry. Go ahead, Courtney. I just, I was reading stuff about it because I always know that there's like a battle going on constantly online in the kiss rooms about Unmasked. Mm-hmm. It is like a fight that people really want to fight. And, uh, and even like I read this article, I have it in front of me right now, as Paul said, I think it's a pretty crappy album. He said he thought it was crappy. All right. What do you, I mean, <laughs> but you can still like it. I like it. I mean, I know we'll get there, well, but I just think it's funny if, that Paul, Paul called it crappy. That is weird. If you go to if, and, that he, and that he wrote five of the songs, I know. If yeah. you if you go to the Kiss uh, website or the official Kiss website right now, they have 40th anniversary unmasked T-shirts. And I have to be honest, I've gone in there this the past two weeks. I've gone in there and loaded one up in the shopping cart like five times, and then got out of there. But um, I really want to buy one of these unmasked T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next song is "Talk to Me." Ace freely sings it. He wrote it himself. What else do I got to tell you? Anton Fig on drums, Ace is on bass and lead guitar. That's another thing about this album. This is one of those ones that feels very like everyone wasn't in the room at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It feels like a bunch of, you know, you just put these songs together. But this is a Franken song. It's a Franken song. Franken song album. Franken album. So real quick, I, that is a cool shirt that I saw. I saw on the website here. They also have Kiss face masks. How do they not have face masks that are their their mouths? Yeah, like Paul's lips, Gene's tongue sticking out. Yeah, come on, man. Whiskers. That is a good idea. With some whiskers, you should print those up and sell them, Kyle. All right, I might get a cease and desist for just saying that. Yeah, (laughs) kids won't mind at all. No, track three. Talk to me. When I see a girl, you turn my make me dizzy. I get a good vibration. When I look into your big blue eyes, I start to quiver and shake. I get a strange sensation. When you walk by me, you strut around. You make me crazy. I get no Here's a line in here that says, uh, Courtney's showing us her Ace Frehley guitar pick. Here's a line in here that reminds me of Scooby-Doo when he says, you make me quiver and shake. <laughs> um, I like these, just talk to me. All I want is a little conversation. Talk to me. I, I, I really like this song. This guy knew how to produce Ace's vocals. This yes. uh, Vinnie Poncia. great on here too. Yeah, I'm surprised Ace didn't work with him later. Maybe Ace didn't like him. Yeah, he was a little bit of a poser. <laughs> what do you think well, of this song, Courtney? Uh, I like it. It's poppy and fun. I think yep. A sounds great. I love the way it starts off. Yep. But guitar's great. Um, and there's no question about what the title is. No. And so I'm like, I've got to count. I know that the lyrics online tell you one thing, but I actually listened to it and counted. And he says, talk to me 40 times. 
screaming <laughs> on the fade out. I went all the way till I could still hear talk to me. I went all the way. That must be why I know time. I know all the lyrics to this song. That must be why. Yep. Um, times. Kyle, what do you think of talk to me? Oh, I love this. This is great. Yeah. This is probably like one of the best ace songs in my opinion. I like shock me and I like talk to me. <laughs> anything about me. Yeah, me? anything about him. Shock me, groove me, talk to me. Um, all right, moving on to the first Gene song. This is a lot of, a lot of co-writing on this. It's Gene Simmons, Bob Kulik, Pepe Castro, and Vinny Poncia. And this is called Naked City. Pepe Castro is a Muppet, right? I think so. Yeah. All the victims have turned to stone. No one is happy. They're all alone. I sacrificed my social position to start with Courtney on this one Naked City I like this song I think it's fun um it's kind of serious it doesn't really feel like a kiss song no but I like Gene's lyrics and it's kind of fun and I'm surprised Gene sings this I would think that this would be a Paul song but uh but obviously Gene wrote it so he's gonna sing it but um but I, I like Naked City, and I, I know it's like one of those Kiss deep tracks, like again that people like really love, or yeah. love to hate. And when they played this at the Expo in Parsippany two two winters ago, people lost their fucking minds. Well, see the thing about I, I, I mean they lost their minds more than any other song on that set list. People, two guys were grabbing each other and going Naked City. <laughs> And then uh, did, did Gene crazy. implore people to take their clothes off? Yeah, Gene just wants to. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's his fantasy where everybody's just naked. I um, like an eight-year-old boy would say, "What if everyone in the city was naked?" <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you a song about it. that uh, back in the day, I did not like Naked City. It was one that I would skip, but I've totally come around to it, and I really do enjoy it now. I do like it, and. Uh, I love when he says there are 10 million stories in the naked. I just love it. And and now here we here comes Mr. Negative. Uh, if they're telling 10 million stories, let's hear another one. I, <laughs> you want to hear one about my dick? Forgettable songs I've ever heard. <laughs> and then and then I went on because I when you had said you were listening to this before I listened, I didn't look at any of the comments on Twitter. And so many people were like, oh, Naked City's great. And I was like, see? I double checked to make sure I had the right song. <laughs> like that's I was like, do I have the wrong? Do I have it labeled wrong? And I was like, nope, this this is bad. And and before this, I forgot what it had sounded like. <laughs> Again, <laughs> hold on a second. I just have a call in from uh, Ken Downey. Hold on, Ken, you're on the phone. Oh, that Kyle and his negativity. Oh, such a negative. Where's it? Such ascot, right. Oh, such a, a negative boy. Ascot. Of course I do. Want to see me gavat? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like I'm not looking for pity. 
in, in the this naked sitter. Love it. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, what makes the world go round? Let me get some writing credits on here. Hold on. Let me check my notes. I got Paul Stanley and Vinny Panchia. Let's hear a little bit of what makes the world go round. says that uh, Anton Fig is on drums and Paul Stanley's on lead guitar. And um, again, this feels like um, they all recorded songs individually with the intent to just throw them on an album as a collective uh, piece of music. And I, I really feel that that's what they did for this album. But uh, for me, since I started talking first, uh, this is a throwaway for me. I don't really care for this one at all. This does nothing for me. The chorus... The verses, it's just pretty generic for me. What about you, Courtney? It's it's super poppy, which is why I like it, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised that you don't. I know. That's I do so love poppy. It just doesn't, the lyrics don't really, it doesn't grab me. It just doesn't, I don't know. They're kind of McLyric, but. McLyric. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I do like, uh, I like the way Paul sounds and it's just poppy and fun. And this stands out for me. Okay. I really like this song. All right. Kyle, what about you? Yeah, I, I think this is super generic. It almost sounds like it sounds like a different song, but I can't think of what song that is. Mm-hmm. But it's I'm I bet if I looked in like '78 or '79, there was a popular song that sounds exactly like because it just like I was like, oh, I've heard this song before, but not mm-hmm. these lyrics. And let me ask you, Kyle. Do you know is this the does this song end side one? Uh, yes, it does. It does. This ends side one. So now we're moving on to side two. And Paul's going to kick off side two with a song called Tomorrow, written by Paul Stanley and Vinnie Poncia. Uh, Anton Fig's on, Fig on drums. And it says that Paul Stanley is on bass. So let's get into Tomorrow. <laughs> Start out with the ladies. Courtney, tell me about tomorrow. 
favorite song on the album. Love it. Love it. Love that Paul, like, just, you know, with those long, you know, those long notes. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that about his mm-hmm. voice. So it's like the perfect word for Paul's voice. Kyle, Kyle, what do you say? Yeah, no, I, Courtney, you nailed it. Like, far and away, I think this is the best song on the album for sure. Um, I would almost kick the album off with this, but it does kick off side two. But yeah, I, I agree. 100% agree. This is the the winner of all winners on this album. This should have kicked off side one. This is right alongside Wouldn't You Like to Know Me and It's All Right. I mean, the, it. this is just, this is a go-to Paul song for me. I've always loved it. It is, it's it's the best song in the album. And you, yeah. and you can at Kyle on that, Ken Downey. Yeah, oh, I'm, a fa- I'm a fan of Naked City. Always have been, always will be. And Kyle is just a negative boy. Hey, I'm getting a proper pronunciation for us on Vinny Poncia. Oh, please. I just asked him podcast and someone's going to know in about four seconds. All right. I've only been saying it wrong for an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> I know I should have done this earlier. I'm sorry, but so- someone will give it to us. <laughs> You're tired. Of, are you tired of hearing me mispronounce it, Courtney? <laughs> no, I just think you would appreciate it. I th- I yeah, think I want to know better about it. Cause you keep trying different ways and it's like, they're going to give us something that, that we would have never come up with, which is fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's Vinny Pankaya. <laughs> Pro- yeah. Who knows? Uh, moving on to Ace. He wrote this song by himself. He sings it. What else does he do with this? He plays bass on this. This is two sides of the coin. Now, we didn't hear it in what I played, but I love that part where he goes, choose one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I started talking first. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, I, I, again, I love this Ace song. I just, you know, I feel like it was, it's, this is just Ace and Anton doing the whole entire song. You can really hear, if you really listen to the drums back in the day, I had no idea. So I thought this was Peter. But then when you really listen, you can tell that this isn't Peter because there's, there's some little, little intricate fills and little things that happen in here. And the timing is it's right on the money, but um, yeah, again, I, I love the ACE songs on dynasty and unmask. I really, I really do. What do you guys think? Courtney? Um, I like this song. I have like a pet peeve about people who rhyme girl with whirl. I know. Yeah. I met some ladies and met some girls. Okay. Well, that's great. Maybe don't meet the girls ACE. You creep. Yeah, you don't need to give it a whirl. They just want a whirl. Like, or a twirl. Yeah. yeah, or a twirl. Um, 
It's another poppy song. Yeah. I like the melodies in here. I like Ace's song. Mm-hmm. I'm like wondering after listening to the lyrics, I'm like, what are the two sides of the coin? And I've decided it's the vagina. <laughs> Courtney, you have to say that a little louder because I think only I heard it. <laughs> I think it's the front door and the back door. There you go. All right. All right. <laughs> or I, actually, I think it's about being single and being married. All right. I think it's about being in a committed relationship. But okay. if you break it apart, you can go that way with it. If you want to have a gig mm-hmm. with the immature. <laughs> well, Kyle, what do you think of two sides of the coin? No, I, th- I think it's choose good. one. So <laughs> like so far, if, if this was, if I had this on vinyl, I would just immediately start at side two and listen to those two. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't even try and flip around to talk to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, needle. This, Four right. times, talk to me. I forgot to say this when after we listened to Tomorrow, but this is something, Courtney, we had talked about when you were on previously. Um, we did the solo album song um, show, I think. We talked about, because in Tomorrow, Paul says, and tomorrow we're going to fall in love. And we, we all agreed that Paul writes about love and Gene writes about sex. Mm-hmm, and I, yes. want, I wanted to say that on the last song, I didn't. Now I'm pissed yeah, off. Yeah, writes about whirling. Yeah. <laughs> Choose one. All right. Uh, is this Gene song number? Is this Gene song number? Just number two, right? Two. She's so European, written by Gene and Vinny, and however you want to say his name. Oh, oh, oh! We we got confirmation. Okay, here we go. Poncia. Poncia. Okay, Vinny Poncia. Now I'm gonna have to go back and and fix that in the whole episode. No. Okay. Just do like five dry ones here, and then we'll drop. We'll just drop them in. I would never drop them in. Um. All right, here we go. She's so European. Kyle, hit me up with some uh, She's So European. Um, this is a nothing for me. <laughs> it, it doesn't do anything to me, for me. Hold on a second. I have Ken Downing on the phone. Oh, she's so European. I met her on a yacht once, and Kyle is so negative. Ugh, hate him. All right, thank you, Ken. Uh, Courtney, what do you think of She's So European? Oh, Kyle, you have something else to say? I, I was just going to say, like, when I fir- when I see the title and I don't know the lyrics, I immediately was like, is this about a woman who doesn't shave? Like, is this, <laughs> is this the song that they would write? <laughs> Choose one. So I was a little relieved that it wasn't about that. All right. Okay, so Courtney, what do you think of She's So European? Fun chorus, like the song. It's super fun and silly. And it's uh, it makes no sense. <laughs> It just doesn't really make any sense. 
Because he's like, I didn't know she was European. And then the next verse is like, I heard her accent. And it's like, wait, so how did you not figure it out the first time? I think it's a little obvious when someone uh, has an accent. And a glass of pink champagne. Um, yeah, it's a good song. It's fun. It's cute. It's silly. Um, yeah, it's it's just fine to me. I I, I uh, yeah, it's fine. I don't um, I don't love. It's like Naked City. I don't hate it and I don't love it. It's yeah. it's fine. I don't skip it. When when I listen to this album, it's always as a whole, except for tomorrow. That's in my treadmill tunes or some of these Ace songs. But um, yeah, yeah it's fine. Tune. My treadmill tunes. Uh, okay, easy as it seems. Written by. Paul Stanley and Vinnie Poncia. Poncia. And it says Anton is on drums. Paul Stanley is on bass and guitar solo. Again, yeah, it doesn't seem like these guys wanted to play on each other's songs at all. Because how do you say, you know, I'm going to play bass on this song? Fine. Mm. Then I'll play guitar on my song. All right. Then let's just kick Peter out. Okay, everyone. That's the only in agreement they were. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Easy as it seems. It actually does have some good bass on it. And I think Gene's a great bass player. Actually has quite a disco feel to it. A little bit, yeah. It really does. What do you uh, What do you think, Courtney? This I wrote. It's mixed song. It just I'm Kyle on this one. It does nothing for me at all. Yeah, can't do it. Don't can't get into it. And uh, the lyrics just don't. They don't really connect. With I agree. The chorus. Yeah, they're very disconnected. Um, so I'm just like whatever. I would. Uh, it's a skipper. Yeah, it's it, yeah. you know. It, it's hard to believe that the, the same guy that wrote Tomorrow wrote this because Tomorrow is such a grand slam home run and this is a yeah, great. this is a bunt and he got thrown out at first. <laughs> Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, it's just it's super generic. Yeah, it's just it's generic. Just, yeah, it's All right. I think the next song coming up is the one that's uh that is the one that people uh that people don't really care for. This is the one. This is all the one I always read. Like people like go, uh, that song. Maybe I'm wrong. This yeah. is written by Ace Frehley and Vinny Poncia. This is uh, Anton on drums. Ace is on bass. I assume he's on guitar too. I assume this is just Ace and Anton forming their relationship. And this is a uh, Torpedo Girl.
Come on, get your feet wet. That's the part I like. Um, <laughs> by, by noon, I was in the suds and swimming around. <laughs> um, I got to be honest. I like this song. It's so stupid, and I, but I love it. I just love all the Ace songs on the on these two albums, and uh, because it's Ace, so I I'm like so forgiving lyrically when it's Ace because I know he's kind of a little bit of a, a lunkheady, but it's but he's having fun, so I like it. What do he you is think? Having fun, it just sounds like he pooped in the bathtub. <laughs> like if you really like dissect the lyrics, he's like, I knew I was in the suds swimming around, then all of a sudden I heard a rumbling sound and I saw a thing that looked like a submarine. <laughs> It sounds like sounds like a it turd. Like a mood killer. It's a turd. It's a mood killer. <laughs> it's like it's like if if a Spinal Tap song had no wit. <laughs> yeah. It's just like oh, yeah, come on, get your feet wet. It's terrible. You don't like you know it at all, Kyle. Like you hate it. Mean, See, this is the one people always say they hate this song. I, I don't mind it. I don't it's mind. All right. It. All right. It's, it's silly. It sounds like that the Gwen Stefani was inspired by it to write that that song. <laughs> Just gonna keep on dancing. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. If you listen to that after this, I think yeah. it sounds similar. Uh, closing it out with a Gene song. We there's only three Gene songs on this album. Across two albums, Gene only has five total songs. It's not a great uh, Gene ratio. Written by uh, co-written by Gene Simmons and let me pronounce it Vinnie Pancia. Mm-hmm. Anton on drums, Gene on rhythm guitar, Paul on lead guitar. This this might be the most uh, band members we're getting together in the room. And it's a song called You're All That I Want. Here we go. Paul and background vocals there, so it kind of makes it seem like it's a band song a little bit more than some of the other ones. But um, uh, Kyle, what do you think of "You're All That I Want"? It just is like goes with the theme of some Mick lyrics, to quote Courtney from yeah. earlier. It's just yeah, overall, I don't think this is a strong yeah. album, especially following up dynasty yeah it's uh yeah for me this one this one's also like a big who cares i just i don't i just yeah not not you know not not a fan of the song courtney um it's actually my second favorite song it's your second favorite song on the album (laughs) yes i would go tomorrow this and naked city wow okay so Um, you're you're gene heavy on this album I like the way it ends. I think Gene sounds amazing. Gene does sound good. I'm not, I just, um, they all sound great. They're vocally, they're all great on this album. Yeah. The vocals are great. And then he says again, you need to feel my love. (laughs) He says it again. Come on, man. Um, What are you doing to me, Gene? I I like the bridge. It's super poppy. I even thought like, oh, I could totally see the babies covering this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, uh, and I know you like the babies. So, I respect um, I respect your opinion, but I, I don't like it. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> okay, so for the 11 songs on Unmasked, we are 100% on board that Tomorrow is the number one song. I might even say it's the number one song we played the whole show. It's up there. Yeah, it's very high on the list, even including the Dynasty songs. It's really, Tomorrow is amazing. What is your least favorite on this album, Courtney? Uh, probably Easy As It Seems. Okay. Kyle, what's your least favorite on this album? I'm going to say Naked Sea because I literally cannot remember one part of it, <laughs> even though we just listened to it again. But every other one I can be like, yeah, I know what that is. I can't. It's so forgettable, which is worse than being a bad song to me. Man, I don't know what my worst. I really don't like what makes the world go round for some reason. I just don't like it. So that's mine. All right. We're done, but I do have a play out. But let's do some promoting. First of all, uh, I want to say that the next time the three of us do this, hopefully Courtney and I might be in person. Maybe we'll, maybe things will clear up. And Kyle, you you can zoom in like this, I guess. Yeah. The next time we do this, guys, we're going to cover the last two makeup albums. We're going to do The Elder and then Creatures. Those are the two. Don't do homework yet unless you want to. But that's what okay. we'll do next. And uh, Courtney, let's do some promoting for you. Tell tell people where we can find you, what you're up to, all that good stuff. Well, unfortunately, Dale Hughley fainted on stage because he has COVID in yes. Nashville, and that shifted the schedule at Zany's, and that's where yeah. I was going to be next. Oh, I'm so sorry that about that. Canceled. Okay. It's okay. I mean, honestly, it's totally fine. I had other shows in Nashville. We had to cancel them and move them to next year. All right. Um, I've been opening for Don Jameson um, from that metal show. Yes. And I, I was going to be with him. And um, and you should check out his new comedy album, um, Denim and Laughter. And uh, and then um, I've just been doing development work. So hopefully one of these shows starts getting on its feet as soon as we get the okay. I'm going to have lots of work as soon as we get the okay. <laughs> Let's, uh, but right now just sitting here. But no comedy coming up really. Okay. You know, no one's really performing here yet. And, Not uh, here. No, not yet. Not no. The numbers are still high here. Do not leave yeah. your house unmasked. Right. Did you see what I did? Don't leave unmasked. Um, uh, yeah. And Courtney, where are you on? Uh, you know, all over the web. Where can we find you? Well, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I saw that today. Stuff. You're taking a break. Can't can't do it right now. All right. Too many things I want to say. Like, all right. We're getting banned. That's what. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Courtney got just, kicked off Twitter today. Kyle, did you hear about it? <laughs> I only yeah, post about this show. making fun of Kraft <laughs> Mac and Cheese, which was strange. Yeah. Um, no, I only post this show and Madhouse Magazine. That's all right. What about, what about Facebook? What about Facebook? a web? You got a website. Facebook is me. I'm working on my website. All right. And I'm on Instagram. Courtney Cronin Dold. Come find me. Follow all right. Me. Follow her on Instagram. That's the place. I'm nice. All right. I will be nice to you. Uh, Kyle, what about you? Kyle Dotson Funny on Twitter? Yeah. And Instagram, wherever. Are you sure you're not on Instagram? You're uh, you're Kyle Dotson negative, right? Ken Downing does not follow yeah. you. <laughs> Is that uh, everything? Yeah, that's, Any, yeah, that's about it. All right, we are at Rock Solid Show. I I am at Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Did I just say that? Yes, I did. I said it twice. Yep. I'm so stupid. Um, go to rocksolidpodcast.com for everything about the show. 
And thank you guys for zooming in. I want you guys to say uh, safe, healthy, and well. And here's what we're going to play out. There's one other song from this time period. That's going to be our playout song. It's from the album Double Platinum. Kyle, what do you think of the album cover for Double Platinum? It's good. It's fine. It's cool. All right. It's embossed. Yeah. You open it up. It's the pictures of the guys embossed. You can feel it. When I bought Double Platinum. What part part of them is embossed? My penis. (laughs) (laughs) Your love. My love. Hey, man, my, my torpedo. My torpedo's embossed. <laughs> and then uh, Peter's is his Beth. So we now know that. <laughs> yes, and you know it's my love guns embossed. That's right. All right. So they, they actually remade uh, a song from their first album for Double Platinum. The song is called Strutter 78. I like this version very much. I like the big drum sound. And Courtney, thank you very much. Kyle, thank you very much. Here's the playout song. And then you guys should just click off because the playout song is going to play and then we won't be able to talk anyway. So we're done. Okay. Thank Thanks, you guys. Pat. Thank you. Good to see you. Here we Me go. Too. Strutter 78. So uh, I don't think Kyle wants me to t- say this. I'm going to tell you anyway, Courtney. Um, Kyle didn't get COVID, but he did catch the New York groove. He did. Yep, he caught the New York groove. Are you over it now, Kyle? Oh, yeah. Okay. Whew, thank God. Do you have a fistful of dollars? Because, <laughs> baby, you better believe. <laughs> <laughs>